this is Dessa Aguilar. I'm the managing editor of the Filipino Expat Magazine. And I am Julian Santos-Sharshua, leadership coach, startup founder, and corporate veteran. And this is Pinay and Diaspora, where we talk about expat life, career, motherhood, and how to survive and thrive in this new life away from home. What's your diaspora story? Ah, yung, yung diaspora story ko might be, mm. I would call it an easier, easier story, mm. I would say. Um, because I really came to Europe without any struggle, I would say. So I started as a management trainee in the Philippines mm. um, under an, a, a program which asked of me to mm. study in Denmark and simultaneously mm. work in the Philippines. So that meant that every quarter we were actually going to Denmark to study. And then when I finished that program, we had to go for an expatriation mm. assignment. So you had to choose. So we mm. had choices. <laughs> you had to apply actually for jobs. Wow, you're very lucky. Oh, oh. So, so OSW ka talaga? Oh, oh. Nagsimula talaga ako na pumunta ako sa ibang bansa for work. Mm-hmm. And when we were choosing that, sabi ng nanay ko, anak, mag-Hong Kong ka na. <laughs> para, lang eh. Oh, para pwede, pwede kang umuwi, di ba? Pero naisip ko rin, if I'm going for an adventure, um, I'm gonna go for an adventure. Mm-hmm. So I went to Prague and it was, when I came there, winter, kapatid. So it was, like, <laughs> hanggang saan ang snow? Mga isang metro siguro. They would have it in the streets and ev- and everything. And that was, I think, my first na na-realize ko I'm really homesick when I saw the snow. And <laughs> and that was on day one. <laughs> I'm very curious kasi unang-una, alam mo na ba kung anong type ng jacket, the winter jacket that Maybe. you have to, uh, to buy? So, eto nga. So, I bought everything. But we had like a container that would be sent from the Philippines. Mm to the Czech Republic mm. at that time. But my container will arrive after a month. Mm-hmm. So, lahat ng jacket ko andon. So, I had a suitcase basically to live uh-huh. um, for a month. Ah. So, sabi ko, hindi na lang ako magdadala ng mga jacket muna. Doon na lang ako bibili. Confident. Uh, confident. So, pagdating ko ng airport, manginaw, <laughs> nakapikot ako. <laughs> so, yung peacoat, edi sabi ko, ah, hindi siya sapat. <laughs> But it's pretty. But it's, yes, it's stylish. Stylish. Ganda. But, you know. Ganda. Ganda. But then, where we worked, because I was in the supply chain uh-huh. um, industry, uh-huh. where we worked was in the industrial part of town. Mm-hmm. So actually, it was a little bit outside of Prague. When I came there, I came by bus. And maniwala ko siya, naglalakad ako, naka-pumps. Oh my, in the snow. In the snow. So, Yung iniisip ko, frostbite ba ako dito? Naiwan ko ba yung isa kong ano? May leggings toe? ka naman. May stockings. <laughs> stockings? Oo. Ito yung sito. That was really stupid. So after that, siguro mga a couple of days after, na-realize ko, ay kailangan ko talaga mamili. Mm-hmm. So I bought my stuff. Mm-hmm. Pero, it was it was still an adventure for me because they were having the coldest winter in the last 10 years. So, I, mean, ako I mean, walking on the snow na naka high heels is oh. an adventure. When they saw me, I think everybody was trying not to laugh. <laughs> Being they polite. Like, ah, the expat from the Philippines came. And I was like, I'm not really this stupid. <laughs> Nagkataon lang. 
Tapos kasi uh, your story started from the Philippines, Denmark, and then Prague. Yes. And you ended up in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands. So story uh, nyan. In from the de- in Denmark, kasi it was just visits. Mm. Pero yung Prague talaga. When I went to Prague, that was my first um, time I lived away from my parents. Mm-hmm. So sanay ako sa pamilya masaya sa bahay maingay mm-hmm. to the point that I would come home and I would turn on the TV and the radio at the same time and then I'd cry in the bathtub just <clears throat> to drown the loneliness just to drown the oh and the quiet because you're not used to the quiet diba? yeah and then after that so I stayed in um, in Prague for four years mm-hmm. and then after that I was asked by the company again do you want to take on another expatriation and that was in the Netherlands and by that point I already met my husband oh, yeah. and we were already together so I asked him so ba sumama? Ganun lang kasimple. Uh-oh. Sabi niya, yeah, okay. <laughs> but we weren't married yet Uh-oh. at that point. And we left Prague for the Netherlands for another expatriation. Uh-huh. And together. Dito na kami nagsit. So you were less lonely this time na? Oh, uh-huh. oh, Kasi may partner ka. Oh, oh. Ikaw uh, Ang story ako naman is... It's a very familiar story. I went no. to the Netherlands for love. So, na-meet ko yung asawa ko sa Pilipinas because he was doing his master's in um, tropical ecology. Um, wow. So, yun. Uh, nag-meet. Meron siyang freelance. Nag-freelance journalist kasi ako noon. So, he was looking for a journalist uh, to write a travel story about Palawan. So, the assignment was pupunta ka ng Palawan. But, but it, this is around Christmas time, eh. So, pa- sakop yung Pasko, tapos yung uh-huh. New Year. So, syempre, typical na story, ah. Uh-huh. Lessing. <laughs> <laughs> Yun ang pinakamagandang story. <laughs> Afam. <clears throat> Beach. <laughs> wow. Anong gagawin natin? <laughs> Yan ang magandang formula for success. Yeah, so parang, okay, so we went there, we were, we were exploring Palawan kasi parang gagawa kami ng travel guide for Palawan. So, langin lasing. I was just, yeah, I was 24, he was almost 30, I think. So, as in, bata pa, bata pa talaga kami. So, I think on the third week, na medyo sober ako. <laughs> so, at yung mga lucid intervals. Oh, yung, <laughs> yung ito na yung matatapos na yung assignment and then you're looking at the suns- sunset tapos mag-swimming with the shark. So, I, we just went swimming with the shark. Tapos, nasa bangka kami, pabalik na sa, ano, sa El Nido. El Nido na to eh. Parang sabi ko, I think I'm falling in love with you. Wow, forward. Oo. Wala siyang sinabi. <laughs> Hindi niya sinagot. Pero I love the gumption, ma. <laughs> Kulang na lang sabihin niya, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Because, <laughs> because my husband is Dutch, so feeling ko hindi siya magsisinungaling sa, sa, sa feelings niya, sa nararamdaman niya. But he had to come back to the Netherlands. But he didn't want to come back, parang right away. Mm-hmm. Napag-usapan namin, gusto mo bang sumama? Nung nagpunta ako dito is on a pair of visa. Tapos parang change na lang namin. It was difficult in a way na dependent ako sa kanya. From pambili ng napkin, Mm-mm. pambili ng yosi, hindi ako sanay noon. Kasi Mm-mm. nung nasa Fili- Pilipinas pa ako, may, may trabaho na ako, may mga racket. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So hindi ako naging dependent kahit kanino. To come to the Netherlands, to ask your husband, uh, money for napkin. Parang yun yung pinaka lowest point. Mm-hmm. Tapos, uh, syempre mag-aaway kayo kasi hindi pa naman establish yung relationship. So, mag-impake ako ng ano, mag-impake ako ng maleta ko. Lalayas na ako. <laughs> <laughs> so, tapos, I, I, 
I I couldn't go further than Rotterdam Central. Nung una wala akong pera. Saan ako pupunta? So I have to go back home. Ah, uh, wala yung pride na. So it was very 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 difficult for me. May mga ganung story ka ba? Kasi yung sa pero meron akong tanong sa iyo muna. Noon bang nanghihingi ka na pera uh-huh. for tampons, for example, mm. nag-I love you na ba siya? <laughs> Actually, hindi ko matanda. Ah, tingnan mo. <laughs> May I love you naman, pero maraming I hate you. Kasi uh-huh. we don't know each other eh. Yes, exactly. Kasi nagsimula kami relationship para mga 2018. Mm-hmm. Tapos, uh, I work for IBS-CBS as a correspondent. So, marami ako nakilala doon. And then, I got recommended to work first. Parang isa siyang uh, a company owned by an Indian lady. Alam ko, mag-cancel ako. Siguro mga 1 euro lang per month. So, binabayaran ah, lang niya yung... Parang, parang ano lang, intern. Ah, symbolic. Oo. Yun. Ginawa ko siya kasi... Mm. Kailangan ko ng trabaho, kailangan ko ng experience, kailangan ko malagay ako sa CV ko. Mm-hmm. Tapos after that, may namita ko ng isang Pilipina. Tapos yung asawa niya naman, mayroong uh, may business din. So parang sabi niya, oh, kailangan namin ng data entry. Yeah. So, alam mo, MS-DOS pa yun. <laughs> <laughs> yung brinirin. Oo, oh, oh, yung mga inventory <laughs> ng, ng mga barko. Nilalagay ko, MS-DOS. Oo. Oh, oh. <laughs> So, doon ako nagsimula, ano din, sobrang baba ng sweldo. Parang kinikita ko lang yata noon, 80 euros Mm-mm. per hour or Mm-mm. even less. Yeah. So, parang ako, okay lang. Mm-mm. Kasi may trabaho ako, kumikita ko ng sarili kong pera. Yeah. Kasi, mahirap kang mag-adjust na independent ka ng tao, tapos super dependent ka sa partner mo dito. Yeah. It touches on your um, ego. Mm-hmm. Very much. Oo. Yeah. Yeah. Kasi ikaw wala kang nangaganong experience kasi direct ka sa trabaho, di ba? Oo, rumekta ko eh. So, I know how privileged a position I had when I started. But of course, you have to maintain that mm-hmm. position kasi you're sponsored by the company. So, every time, yeah, your visa sponsored by the company. So, your stay is dependent on mm-hmm. how good a worker you are in the company. Especially, I was coming in as a 23-year-old, 24-year-old green, completely green person, completely young professional, woman of color. So, in a country that was just maybe 10 years old yung market, because they came out of communism around 89, mm. I came oh, 2003-2004. I think the first struggles I had with leadership was you're leading people who are a lot older than me, or older than me, or you might be leading people uh, yeah, completely different mm-hmm. race. We had a very international company, mm-hmm. and I was always careful not to spend, not not to step on other people's toes. But so did you adjust big, right away? Because the the Filipino working culture is very different from Europeans. Oh, oh it, mm-hmm. when you learn, or you're forced to learn, mm-hmm. because for example, um, we value hierarchy so much, mm-hmm. right? We call people ma'am, sir. Yeah, Dito, very informal, especially okay, in the okay. Netherlands. It's completely informal. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you don't adapt mm-hmm. well enough or well enough or fast enough, mm-hmm. you could easily you lose your position of influence. 
So it might be you have the authority, but mm. your position of influence you lose. Yeah, and that's very important here because yes. um, you might have the position, but if you don't have an influence on people, hindi ka naman nasusunod. Oh, walang respect, oh, di ba? And there's informal leadership is sometimes even more important mm-hmm. than formal leadership mm-hmm. in in the European context. That's what at least what I observed. So sa akin siguro yung mga struggles na yun is very much around the corporate the work life. life. Um, but also I think the dependency on the work visa mm-hmm. being sponsored by a company every time we had and at that point I think I've I've lived through mga seven, eight, three orgs and I survived. But every time it happens, you're thinking like, oh my god, am I gonna be sent home? Yeah. Do I have to look for a new job? Kasi so also, there's always uncertainty. Of course, of course. Um and and after five years actually in the Netherlands, you can already apply for a passport. Mm-hmm. But I had so much confidence. Siguro parang blind confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, I can live through this. And I never applied for a mm-hmm. Dutch passport. Mm-hmm. Pero saan yung point na feeling mo <clears throat> settled ka na? Nung nanganak ako. Kasi it was... Um, I've always felt like I could do... I could go for any job. I, I don't really mind if, for example, okay, wala ka ng job sa corporate, you're gonna go to uh, become a cashier, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. No ego around it. Um, Kasi ganun tayo mga Pilipino eh. Oh, Basta may trabaho, magsasurvive tayo. Oo, oh, 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 oh. tsaka hindi tayo mapili. Oh, oh. Alam natin kung anong goal natin. So for example, kung ang goal mo ay magpakain ng pamilya, kahit ano trabaho yan, mm-hmm. papasukin Totoo mo. Totoo yan. Totoo. Pero when I um, gave birth, I realized the importance of having roots. Because that's what I had. That's what made me survive mm-hmm. abroad. is because I understand my roots. Mm-hmm. And, and I valued it so much. So I felt for my kid, who's a third culture kid, because mm-hmm. he's Polish, I'm Filipino, we're living in the Netherlands. Yeah. There's so many factors na mag-iisip yung bata, ano ba identity? So stability. Stability mm-hmm. for the child, mm-hmm. especially. Because mm-hmm. if you're just the two of you, you can fly anywhere. Mm-hmm. And when when that happened, I felt, okay, let's observe. Kaya ko ba maging ina? Mm-hmm. Ng, <laughs> magaling ba akong ina? <laughs> expat mom! Ah, oh, expat oh, mom, working oh, oh. mom. And oh, oh, yun, yun. Nung, nung naramdaman ko na yun, I felt really for the kids, you have to start mm-hmm. plan. Ano ba ang tawag doon, Mari? It, 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 ka na talaga. Oh, oh, Ito oh. na talaga. Nandito na ako. Ako, matagal. Matagal. Um, <clears throat> before I decided to become a mother. Kasi, nung pagpunta ko rito, kasi alam ko, my visa is dependent on my husband. Mm-hmm. So, paano pag naghiwalay kami? It's always at the back of my mind. Lagi ko siyang motivation. Lalo na sa trabaho. So, after a year, kasi mag-renew na yung contract, um, pinaglaban ko yung uh, contract ko talaga. Nabigyan mm-hmm. ako ng indefinite contract. Mm-hmm. Kasi, kung wala yun, maghahanap na naman ako ng trabaho and I have to prove myself to another company. I thought, I know that I'm doing well. But I need the contract. Kasi with that... I know that whatever happens, hindi ako mapapauwi ng Pilipinas. Pag sinabi ng husband ko na um, tanggalin ko na yung uh, partner visa mo. So parang you had another leg yeah. to stand on. Oh. So nung, um, so I studied Dutch, tapos nagkaroon ako ng indefinite contract sa trabaho. Parang nag-open up na yung mga opportunities. Parang I dare to look forward to my life here. Mm-hmm. Kasi nung una, parang hindi ko alam eh, nasa limbo ka. Ano bang ginagawa ko dito? Um, magsusurvive ba yung love namin? Magsusurvive ba yung relationship, yung buhay namin dalawa? So, I, I was in limbo for like about three years. 
I applied for Dutch citizenship right away. After oh. three years, nakuha ko naman siya. Mm. And then, that's the only time na tinanggap ko na yung buhay ko dito. Mm-hmm. So, parang, I can do things, I can travel, I can plan for my life. Mm-hmm. Kasi even traveling, ang hirap-hirap kasi I, do, I, I traveled for work. Nagpupunta ako sa mga... Umakit ako ng barko. Mm-hmm. Check ako ng mga gamot nila. So, I, I go to Turkey, I go to Italy, to the UK. Pero kailangan ko mag-apply uh, ng visa every time. I, I once went to Liverpool mm-hmm. uh, for work. And then I tried asking for another visa the year after and then they denied me. Ah, talaga? Oh, kasi Pilipino yung hawak kong passport eh. Mm-hmm. Kahit may residence permit ako sa the Netherlands. Pilipino pa rin yung passport. And you know how weak the Filipino passport is. Oo. So yun yung mga ganung bagay. Nakakainis siya. Oh, sobra, alam mo yun. Isang beses. We were going to Croatia. So we were driving from Prague to Croatia. But yung route namin was going through Slovenia. And in Slovenia, we needed a passport. This was around 2004 or mm. Yun yung wala pang Schengen. Oh. At, at, at those areas also, hindi pa sila part Ang tagal na, diba? But I remember, I had to get a visa just to pass by Slovenia. Para, kasi matcheck ka sa car. So talagang inis na inis ako nun. Kasi everything was so difficult. And that's also why I decided to get the Dutch citizenship right away. Alam mo yung nafe-feel mo na talaga na third world, galing kang third world country. <laughs> Parang alam mo naman yung capabilities mo is first world, kaya mo makipagsabayan dito. Mm-hmm. But when you show your passport, kaawa-awa naman ako. Kaawa ka ng visa for everything. And then I have to prove to every parang immigration office that I have the papers to come here, that I have a job, mm-hmm. that I can support myself. Hindi mo sasabing discrimination siya, kasi wala naman ako masyadong concept ng discrimination nun eh. Pero, looking back, parang super discriminated natin just because we have a Philippine passport. Oo. Oh, oh. so, I, I used to travel for work 75% of the time. And you wouldn't believe it. Oh, you're going to the UK, Julian. I have to go next week. And I would have to say, uh, it takes three weeks to get yeah. a UK visa, yeah. at least, right? So, sometimes, ano, minsan kailangan mo yung practicalities. Mm-hmm. Yung sundin mo. Kaya ka kukuha na itong passport. After the passport, I aim for the dr- driver's license. And then I told myself, I'm not going to be a mother unless I have a driver's license. I, I, I always go back to the thought na I have to be independent. Mm-hmm. So, parang inisip ko, if there's an emergency, kaya kong dalhin yung anak ko sa ospital yeah. with my own car. Mm-hmm. So, dun ako nag-decide na, okay, pwede na akong magkana. I can oh. go to the next phase of my life. Yeah. Um, adulting ba ang tawag nila? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Pero how about you? Nung, fili- nung nagkaanak ka na, mm. um, so, syempre, nag-focus ko agad sa motherhood. Hindi ka mm-hmm. nag-resign, di ba? Tuloy-tuloy, mm-hmm. ano ka? Um, career mom. Oh, <laughs> career mom. Oh, wala akong break. Um, nung nanganak ako, I think my focus was, I actually asked uh, to be demoted. Oh, well, asked to be demoted. I asked for a job where I didn't have people under me, where I could go back to something I knew very well and I enjoyed. Um, so, nagpunta ko sa commercial, sales, and everything. And I also thought I didn't want to travel because the first, I would say, 
ten years of my career, I was traveling a lot. Oh. Like, I, I, oh, tas ang makikita mo lang naman, minsan, batok ng taxi driver. Oh. <laughs> Yung hotel office, room. Hotel room. Mm-hmm. But of course, you, you, try to see pero nawala na yung at that point I was 31 uh-huh. I used to hate it when they send me nawala na novelty nawala na kasi mm-hmm. I've done it too much and I always felt like oh it's that attraction na ah oh, you're traveling for work it's so glam mm-hmm. nawala yun kasi Uso na bang Facebook nun? Friendster a Friendster <laughs> <laughs> I think my, I my Facebook na around 2000 oh, oh, oh. pero hindi naman Facebook Friendster mga Friendster Friendster wala pa lang mga Instagram wala pa so no una excited ka di ba oh, parang oh, oh. oh my god guys I'm in Istanbul we, did, we didn't do that yeah, wala makasin yeah. TikTok nun eh. so picture picture ka lang di ba um, pero nawala na yan parang sa akin well it's the same thing Just right I'll, yeah. I'll be there I'll do workshops, I'll talk to the leadership team, la la la. So we can as we can you're very tired, you go home, you spend the weekend basically just wanting to relax Tapos with your husband. May may assignment ka na naman, hindi ka pa nagka-unpack. Oh, ganun 'yun. Ganun 'yun. So it was really fast-paced. Pero um nung nagkaanak ako, I had I think Consciously, sinabi ko sa kanila. But they, then they told me, if you want this job, mas mababa compensation nito, mas mababa job grade. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, okay. And a lot of women who ask me why I do things like that, mm-hmm. they think I'm crazy. Kasi parang, why would you do that to yourself? Mm-hmm. I said, because you have to be honest about what you can do and where you want to focus on. And at that time, importante sa akin yung alam mm-hmm. So I was breastfeeding for two years. Talagang wow. all in. Oh. Pero mare, meron din namang side. Ano yun? Kasi when I accepted the job, um, nawala yung boss ko after three months in the job. So actually, I had to have a bigger job than what I signed up for. So maniwala kasi after, I think, not even a year within the job, I went to the CEO of Europe at that point and I said either you change my my position yeah well at least my compensation you mm. don't have, I don't care about the job mm-hmm. grade or anything kasi ano lang yan eh status symbol lang yan eh yeah. uh, or compensation or at least um, how my deal looks like right mm-hmm. now or I'm going because mm-hmm. this is not this is not what I signed up for yeah. um, and he did so he increased it very much mm. at that point because he wanted me to stay. And so, ang pagkakamali ko nun, I pushed myself. And uh-huh. I think after three years of doing that or two years, um, I actually went on fatigue. I was... You I, burned out. Uh, I, I, the doctor said, you're not burned out. Mm-hmm. You're just fatigued. As in mentally fatigued. And because I can, I'm okay, but I was just, I was completely disregarding my my uh, well, rest uh-huh. well rest but I think I, I want to go back to your question uh-huh. around um, what happened then after ko magkaanak nung nagkaanak na ako and I started to prove to myself na ah kaya ko naman maging ina uh-huh. uh, kahit na mahirap dito kasi wala ka namang yaya Mm-mm. wala ka namang wala kang tribo eh. you Uh-oh. don't have that tribe Mm-mm. to support you don't have you. that village you don't have a village, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? It takes a village, mm-hmm. sabi nila. Mm-hmm. So you don't have that, but you find friends who mm-hmm. eventually 
kind of love your children as much as you do kasi mga lalo na mga Pilipino um, they treat your kids like their kids so nangyari yon so i was still working i never stopped Mm-mm. I still you know I, I felt like oh confident na ako kaya ko pala maging ina oh. kaya ko pala maghanap ng playground oh. mani manama na ako wing kausapin <laughs> yung teacher ano bang gusto ng anak ko oo oh, oh. oh. ah, makipag-away sa oh, doktor oh. dahil yeah. hindi may sipon siya yeah. hindi mo siya bibigyan ng paracetamol lang gusto ko nang mas marami <laughs> padala mo ako sa ospital padala mo ako sa ospital bigyan mo ako antibiotics exaggerated <laughs> so marami ka nang kaya oh, na oh. kayang gawin at naiintindihan mo na ah kaya kong gawin to for this oh, for oh. this child and realize mo na ah ito talaga yung pagmamahal especially around yung mga toddlers yan but after that i realized ah ito na ba yun parang i felt okay i'm thriving in my career i was really at the height i think of nakikita ko na yung future na parang if i go this speed i can easy, i can climb the ladder really fast um Pero ito na ba yun? And with that question, we would like to invite you to join us in the next episode of Pinay in Diaspora, where we will talk about what comes after you've settled in your new homes. This is Dessa Aguilar. And this is Judy Ann Santos-Sharshua. And this is Pinay in Diaspora.